Welcome to the Leader Think Podcast, where we discuss personal growth and concepts for improving organizational culture. This is your host, Philip Grison. As you increase your wisdom, I hope you enlighten others on your path towards greatness. If you want to go further, head over to leaderthink.com. Hey, everyone. Just a reminder that my three-day open leadership course is coming up on October 6th through 8th. If you want to sign up, head over to leaderthink.com and click on the Open Courses page. So back to our topic, challenging belief systems. I had an experience this week that got me thinking a lot about why it's so important to challenge currently held belief systems. Whether those belief systems are your own or something that the world tells you to believe, it is a good practice to challenge them to see if you can come up with a better idea, a new way of thinking, a new solution to a problem, or for your own self-discovery. So here's what happened. I was teaching a 510 course and a couple of the students were telling me I was wrong about something. They were telling me I was wrong about the information I was teaching. In both cases, the students heard some different information from another instructor in a different class. It turns out the other instructor provided them with some false information. However, the students believed that they did receive true and factual information, and now I was the instructor that must be wrong. Just to make sure I'm not sounding egotistical here, I am wrong about things on a regular basis. Not only do I hear misinformation, I forget things. I have to relearn things I've learned before. And sometimes I even interpret things incorrectly. I come back to them and see them in a different way. I have been in that same situation before where I was the student who was sure I was right, challenging the instructor when actually the instructor was the one who really knew the truth. So I know what it's like to be on both sides of this conversation. Anyway, in one of these classroom conversations, the mood started to get frustrating. A student and I were disagreeing about the OSHA requirements for crane operator certification. At one point, he said, you appear to be getting frustrated. And I said, I am getting frustrated because we keep going back and forth and we are not resolving the issue. Let's just stop. Take a moment for me to pull up the regulation so everyone can see it with their own eyes and come to their own conclusions. The 510 course is a prerequisite course to the 500, which authorizes you to be a trainer. I told the class that this was a teachable moment, and for anyone wanting to become an instructor, that these type conversations would come up often. I reiterated how important it is to stop what you are doing and bring up the facts on the screen whenever you find yourself in one of these disagreement type situations. I made the statement more than once to the class how easy it is to be an A in the safety profession. All you have to do is read the regulations, policies, and manuals of the equipment people use because nobody else is doing it. Now, obviously, I'm exaggerating here, but it is a common theme I see in the industry. People being told what to think, not how to think, and rarely reading the information with their own eyes. 
So after I pulled up the information, it turned out I was right, and I put the issue to rest, for the moment anyway. A similar issue came up later with another student. I won't bore you with the regulatory details, but same story. Student says I'm wrong about something. He said he had a previous class by an expert in the field and that that instructor told him something different and I'm wrong about it. I asked him not to believe me, to instead look it up for himself. The student had a book of the regulations right in front of him. I asked him to look it up. He started to open his book, but then changed his mind, decided maybe I'm right, and closed his book. At the end of the course, everyone left except for one student. He wanted some additional help understanding some things, so I stayed to talk with him. After we cleared everything up, he said, I don't get it. You have been doing this for 20 years, and you get these students in here who are taking a basic entry-level course, and they spend all day arguing with you. I told him how it happens in almost every course I teach. I thought a lot about what he said and how important it is to learn how to think versus believing what you are told to think and the importance of challenging current belief systems. You see, in the experiences I just shared, that was the root of the problem. In both cases, the student was told what to think, not how to think. They didn't take the time to read the regulations with their own eyes. In the second example, the student started to look it up for himself and then gave up. So the root issue was still there. Maybe he looked it up later after class, but in the moment, he did not. This appears to be a common issue in our society. We are bombarded with messages of what to think from the media, the news, social networking, and then people often just repeat the same talking points over and over again that they have been told to think. The main problem is that many people often follow what they are told to think instead of learning how to think. On the other hand, all great discovery seems to come from challenging what we are told to think. How long have we used the recordable incident rate as a measure for our safety performance? Look at where we are today. We are finding that the incident rate is more a measure of luck than any true performance metric, and all high-level safety management systems are pointing us away from even using it as a measurement at all. We are seeing it more as a legal requirement than any true reflection of how good or bad our safety culture actually is. Even OSHA is coming around to this truth. The recommended safety program guidelines mention using leading indicators. Then there was the past legal issues with recordables tied to incentive programs potentially violating worker rights. And now OSHA is seeking input for suggestions on leading indicators. People started to challenge the old belief system, and now the world is starting to catch up to a new idea. We have had the OSHA Crime and Punishment Accountability System for a long time in this profession. See someone doing something wrong? Write them up. Or some kind of progressive three-strikes-you're-out policy. 
But that belief system was challenged. And look at all the safety professionals chasing the human performance method of thinking. Human performance is a great new view of understanding, but it was born out of the process of doing the opposite of what the world was telling everyone at the time. There are smaller examples, such as tying off to the guardrail of a boom lift. For years, we preached that that practice was unallowed. Yet now, both Genie and JLG offer fall arrest anchors that can be attached to the guardrail of their lifts. When I show those products to students, many see all kinds of solutions to common job site problems where there's a struggle to find appropriate fall anchorage. But some people go straight into trying to prove that it's a bad idea. Now put this in perspective for a minute. This fall anchor was designed by an engineer, reviewed by a legal team, and then put out on the market for sale. Yet people still see it and instantly want to prove that it's not going to work. Why? Because they are so ingrained in their previously held belief systems that they don't want to challenge those old ideas, even when a great new solution is right in front of them. Again, the root of the problem is people being told what to think, not how to think. This is also combined with the fact that influencing a weakly held belief system is a heck of a lot easier than influencing a strongly held belief system. The longer someone has believed and acted on something that they were told to think, the harder it is for them to see another view. From proving the earth is not flat, going to the moon, learning that we revolve around the sun instead of it revolving around us, all great discoveries start with going against the grain of what the world says is true, and then trying to think up something totally new. But the longer you believe something, the harder it is to see it in a different way. If you really want to go deep with this concept, great enlightenment comes from challenging the status quo. Christ challenged belief systems. How many times when someone asked him something or tried to challenge him, did he respond in a way that challenged what was previously considered to be true? It's not eye for an eye, but turn the other cheek. 10% is not enough. If you think it in your mind, you have already committed adultery. The great move from Old Testament rule-based religion toward New Testament enlightenment started with challenging the current belief system. The same is true for moving from old view crime and punishment blame the worker safety management to shifting towards a learning human performance view that challenges previously held belief systems. But those belief systems, those older ones, are deeply ingrained in both people and organizational cultures. So question everything. Don't believe everything people say, even when you have deep respect for them. Don't believe what I say on this podcast. Test it and see if it's true in your own world 
or if you can refine it to better serve you. I'm a human and guaranteed to be wrong about some of the concepts I present here, especially in very particular situations. I'm also likely to modify what I teach and what I believe the more I learn and the more I experience. I will continually refine how I communicate these concepts. With everything, we need to come up with our own opinions. When you are faced with a problem and the you can'ts and the not possible start to be verbalized by those around you, or they even come up in your own mind, push back. Instead, think, what if anything were possible? What would you do differently if anything were possible? It is that method of challenging the no's that leads to the great discoveries in our world. Challenge your own belief systems. How much wisdom and personal growth comes from proving yourself wrong? I know that some of my greatest wisdom has come from changing my mind about ideas that were hard as concrete in my brain. Yeah, it sucks a little to prove yourself wrong, but the other side can be a beautiful discovery. Classes I hated to teach, I developed a passion for by challenging myself. I have found friends in people that others told me to dislike. I have had success creating things that others told me not to waste time on. When it comes to information, take the time to look things up for yourself. Read it with your own eyes. Whether it's a regulation or an instruction manual, take the time to read it. Sure, that can be one of the least stimulating activities you do, but how many people aren't taking the time to actually do it? You might discover things that other people never told you about. You will also learn where to find things in regulations and manuals, which will make it easier to find again when someone is needing the information or if they are disagreeing with you in a class or a conversation. Even better, if you take the time to look it up, then you can teach others to look things up for themselves. When they see the value in it, then they may do it more on their own the next time. Help people learn how to think instead of telling them what to think. There are many times in my life that I've been asked to teach a safety course, and I would cover information in the manuals for the equipment the people were using. Most often, the students have never looked at the manual and were actually happy I covered information specific to the tools they use instead of just talking about some vague rules and regulations. I gave them a new experience they hadn't had before. But my real hope is that they learned the most important concept of all, to look things up for themselves in the future. When you find yourself dealing with a workplace problem or any problem involving another human being, ask them what they think the best approach is. Instead of directing them how to fix the issue, ask them what they think should be done. Even if you know a good fix for the issue, the idea is to get them thinking instead of following.
Reward them with feedback every time they come up with an idea. The fact that they are thinking is more important than the solution. That's the long-term goal, to get people to discover the solutions to their own problems. The other benefit that can come from challenging belief systems is coming closer together. There seems to be a lot of perceived division in our country today. When messengers from one political party tell their voters to feel a certain way about the other side, it's usually negative. I can't help but notice how they need to wake up is a common statement when one party is talking about the other. It's as if they have all the truth on their side and the other is clueless. But what if both parties have a little truth on their side? If we took the time to learn more about the other side's view, would we feel more connected and less divided? Would we be more apt to combine the great ideas of both sides of an argument for a better solution? The same concept could be applied to different cultures in this country. We are the great melting pot after all. Instead of believing what we are told about a religion or an ethnicity, what if we took the time to investigate those cultures for ourselves? When we label things as we are told to think, we tend to create an us-versus-them mentality. When we take the time to learn about cultures different than our own, we can appear more similar and relatable to each other. Challenging belief systems can lead to great inventions that have yet to be seen. It can lead to great discoveries and can help save lives. But teaching others how to think instead of what to think can help our society become more curious, less judgmental, and more focused on solutions to problems that we are all facing. If you learned something valuable today, please share it with others. For more information, head over to leaderthink.com.